welcome back for another episode at Crest Talk. We're your hosts, Jamie Kim, Chloe Lee, and Jamie Freitag. At Crest, we believe everyone deserves support. The Crest app provides personalized support that helps you stress less and accomplish more. So today's theme is community. Let's talk about it. Um, what is it and why should it be important to you? Now, I think, honestly, most of us use Google almost every single day, so we went ahead and pulled up the Google definition of community. Here it says, a feeling of fellowship with others as a result of sharing common attitudes, interests, and goals. Now, I'm sure this is an adequate definition of the word, but what do you guys think about it? So, well, I think it's definitely nice to have a community that shares the common attitudes, interests, and goals with you. I've been part of communities that that wasn't the case, and I think that had definitely benefits that had impacts on my mental well-being. That's really interesting that you say that. So um, maybe can you share about your personal experiences with how that community of um, maybe people who share different values or anything, how that has impacted or even supported your mental well-being? So I think it's definitely made me more um, aware of other people's situations as well as you know, looking at my own life through a different lens. And it's nice to have another opinion coming at you rather than, you know, someone just blindly agreeing with you or, you know. So it's definitely, I think, a a good change of pace when you have someone questioning your beliefs or, you know, questioning what you're even doing, you know, so. So do you think that the level of support you received Um, was different from your community of like-minded people versus a community of people who are different than you? And by different, we mean different goals, different values, different professions, stuff like that. So when talking in through the lens of support, I think that maybe a like-minded community would be better. And that's because sometimes you are just looking for, you know, validation within your own profession, within your own life, within your own, you know, unique set set of circumstances that can't be shared with people that are in different communities or the same community with you that had different values. Um, So in that, in that case of, you know, support specifically, I think like-minded individuals have maybe a better impact on, on support of your well-being. And that's because, you know, say you're in the healthcare field Mm -hmm. and um, you had a really tough day, tough week, you're just going through some stuff, it would be uh, more beneficial, I think, for you to share your experiences with someone that can truly understand, truly validate what you're going through rather than someone that might not completely understand. Right. And this isn't to bash on any of you who have communities who are Um, different minded than you and have different values but it's just you know most common in our research and in our own personal experience when we talk to other people in terms of support and overall mental well-being I just feel like it also can impact your willingness to open up and share about your struggles and issues that can weigh so heavy on your shoulders and even for me personally I struggle with opening up about maybe something that's unique to me like my profession and like my profession and my goals are pretty different than a lot of my close friends and when I struggle with something like work or studying I'm not really willing like that's a really big key word like if you're not willing and if something's inhibiting you from opening up Mm -hmm. and letting all that stress go because there's so much power in talking it can really backfire on you and really hurt your growth and even um, your overall health yeah 
I also feel like if you're not sharing, if you're not being open, then you have all these things in your head. And once you keep them suppressed, then you don't, you can't understand um, the extent to the issue that you're going through. Mm -hmm. So, but then once you let it out without suppressing it, and you're surrounded by people who understand what you're going through, then it's so much easier to um, relate with them and feel validated for what you're going through. And that's very important. And and I think another point of you know like-minded community would be it's it goes both ways so you can hear other people's experiences and you can you know relate that to maybe something you don't feel comfortable sharing with other people but they felt comfortable sharing that with you and I think that's a really powerful experience Mm -hmm. that that you could have yeah yeah because a lot of even our struggles with stress or anxiety or anything even mental related is stems from the fact that we feel so alone and we think that our issue or our situation is unique to ourselves when in reality especially in a community of like-minded people it's not unique it's not the only exception Mm -hmm. so once you're able to express that and then receive the same like they're reciprocating the same feelings and understandings like you were saying before chloe it does make you feel valid for how you feel and it really just breaks down the walls of you feeling like you're in a cornered room by yourself. Yeah, I feel like community, it's also freeing. It's a lot of Mm -hmm. freedom because a lot of times we have these things in our heads and we think that it only applies to ourselves. But when we share and open up, we we realize that there are a lot of people out there who are actually going through the same thing. And we're like, wow, I'm not alone. And it gets so much easier and that burden gets so many, it gets so much lighter. Yeah. And, you know, the argument doesn't have to be, you know, like-minded versus not like-minded. It can solely be community versus no community. And right. and that yeah. difference right there could make the, you know, the world of change in, in how you have your outlook on things and, you know, how you go about your everyday life. Whether, yeah. whether it be alone or with, uh, you know, however many people backing you and having mm-hmm. that support. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And this goes back to sharing. Um not to push anyone to share or yeah, say anything that they're not uncomfortable with, but there's so much power in you admitting that you're struggling with something. And in the same way that someone in your community can relate with you, you, you coming up forward first and mm-hmm. saying something that might be scary can be really freeing to the person next to you who could have yeah, been struggling right. in and the same way. You didn't even know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you sharing is not only helping yourself, but it's really keeping that circle of life I see in quotes really like that circle of support and understanding and empathy just flowing in your group because yeah yeah, your words have so much power and your experiences can really enlighten someone else and free someone else just from you being honest and having that willingness to share so what communities are you guys part of um I feel like like we discussed before I'm in many different communities it can be with people who are like-minded or it can be people who are just completely different but and i feel like we need a good balance of both because um we need to be open-minded and we need to be able to see things from different perspectives but for me my most cherished community i guess would be at church because for me one of my core beliefs is it's my faith and so at church i'm able to openly talk about it without feeling like I'm judged without feeling like I'm alone mm-hmm. because sometimes at school or at work it's very difficult to be vulnerable and talk about my faith Some, something like religion can be very um, sensitive it's a very sensitive yeah. topic yeah. and so being in a community with people who uh, are walking that same walk mm-hmm. it's so much easier to be completely honest 
And actually saying those things out loud helps me process things because I'm personally an external processor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we can all agree that you can find your community if you don't have one through Mm -hmm. your faith, your religion, or even just your spirituality because people who are like-minded sometimes, not all the time, tend to want to receive help in the same way as well as give help in the same way. So I feel like it's such such a strong two-way street when you find people that share your core beliefs or values and it doesn't have to be religion. It could be your hobby. It could be something that you're studying even, you know? Like in my personal life, unfortunately, I'm not you know, very religious. <laughs> I wish, I mean, sometimes I would, yeah. But um, I find my community through uh, groups at school, actually. And and I think that it is so easy, at least for me, to find like-minded individuals on campus because, you know, obviously a ton of other people are your same major, going to the same profession as you, understand your struggles, live your life, so school definitely provides that sense of community for me, whereas you guys find it in church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish that that was the same case for me, but <laughs> yeah, but uh, I love talking to people that are sharing my experiences, understanding my yeah. struggles, and you know, on the same wavelength as me. Yeah, it's just different sometimes yeah. um, compared to that of people who don't really know what you're going through. Like with your majors, we yeah. are all studying health. And I know it's certainly so hard for me to relate to someone who's an English major or like yeah, my drama major course. friends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we want to empathize for each other, but it's a solid fact that they do not truly understand what we're going through and likewise for us. Mm-hmm. So right. in terms of support and mental well-being... I just feel like there's something so special that you can't take away from someone who's walking it's the a same bond, yeah. as you. Yeah. Yeah. So um, now that we've talked about that, let's talk about how hard it is sometimes to be open and admit yeah. that you're struggling yeah. with certain things, right? So, yeah. like we talked about how easy it was, you know, to hear other people's struggles and feel validated yeah. through that. But you, there has to be, you know, yep. someone pulling the trigger on that on that first interaction and you know that's why through crest health it is so important that you know we provide a platform to remain anonymous and to protect the identities of people who do not feel comfortable sharing publicly what they're going through and despite the fact that you're speaking to like-minded individuals you still you know might have some concerns and and that's definitely understood you know yeah what i love about what crest does is they still put you in personalized support groups Mm -hmm. peer-to-peer they're not going to group you with someone who won't understand what you're going through but at the same time they provide anonymity which sometimes honestly like in my studying or in my goals it's kind of embarrassing to admit to someone else who's going through the same thing that you're struggling in a certain way when they're not especially Mm -hmm. even when you're working and especially in the healthcare field yeah you're Um, always got to put on a face yeah because everyone Um, is trying to perform the best, is trying to look the most professional, the most capable of taking care of people. And you don't want to admit that maybe you're uncomfortable with a certain procedure or, you know, something that it's not something that you'll be proud of. So what Crest does is it just really puts you in a safe space where they don't know who you are and you don't have to be judged about how you feel because we're all human. And at the end of the day, you're not going to be comfortable with anything or everything. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be confident and you're not going to be the best at handling things so just remaining anonymous I feel like just does wonders for how you can be honest and how much you can really lift off your chest yeah 
also as healthcare professionals we i feel like we're constantly holding this baggage because we're dealing with people yeah that's very it's scary and we have to be very cautious with everything we say everything we do we always have to be aware of our audience Uh, we have to we have to be aware of um, their emotions and it's very delicate and so i feel like as human beings we mess up we slip up And, and in those times sometimes we blame ourselves and we need to be in a community where we can say, hey, this happened to me today yeah. and I'm really discouraged, but yeah. I really need someone to you know, stand strong with me right. and know that these things happen and I'm here to help people out. And I think a huge source of stress, you know, particularly in the healthcare field, is the burden of you know, dealing with these difficult situations every day. You have one patient having a hard situation compound that to you see 25 patients in a day and that burden on you throughout your entire career how that can affect you long term right and And it adds up yeah and you're dealing with life and death in many situations Mm -hmm. almost all situations you know and especially when you want to be a good healthcare provider you really want to connect with your patients so sometimes their burdens become your burdens because we're not robots we sympathize we can even understand what they're going through they can share something that we've been through just the other day or many years ago and what you were saying before, Chloe, that we deal with human beings and just because we had a bad day, we cannot take that out on our patient or who Absolutely, we're working with. Yeah. So sometimes that's why a lot of people don't like going to doctors or seeing yeah. certain professionals because they've been mistreated because that professional is just caring so much yeah. on them that they're yeah. not able to um, expel and just get rid of, mm-hmm. which is why, again, community is so important because it can affect how you treat other people who are never involved with that issue and it's just unprofessional it's not nice it's not mm-hmm. moral either yeah. so i feel like that should be a huge motivation for people to see community or just someone to talk to and unload their baggage every single day because it really does seep into your life mm-hmm. if you just get saturated enough with it yeah and at the end of the day as healthcare professionals we're all working together right. like this isn't yeah. like a separate practice that we're doing on our own it's no competition we're not trying to outbeat each other but like healthcare professionals have like case histories that we share with one another Mm -hmm. like pas physical therapists speech pathologists like surgeons and so i feel like it's a team effort Mm -hmm. and so being able to talk about that and encouraging one another is so important and it's very necessary in order to continue with the profession successfully so do you guys have any tips from your personal lives maybe for people that don't have their own community well for me you can always turn to work like I've been working for a very long time I've been working since I was 15 and as a high school student going to um, work every almost every single day it was very hard for me to make friends at school but at work I was able to um, with my co-workers as we encounter different customers we can we end up sharing a lot Mm -hmm. and we can kind of empathize with one another about how hard it is to work at such a young age Mm -hmm. and I know that a lot of us are financially unstable and so even through that, um, I found a community of people who were also on the same boat as me who had yeah. to work. And honestly, that alleviated a lot of the pain that I was going through yeah, at such I'm a sure. young age. Yeah. And that community was um, such a great source of strength for me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And that brings me to a point, you know, in my personal life with my family, 
I'm in a unique situation where my mom is a physician assistant. So times where I'm feeling stressed out with studying, times that I'm feeling just overwhelmed with exams, mm-hmm. you know, burnt out, to be honest, I'll go to her. And luckily, she's been through the same thing as me. But, mm-hmm. I, you know, for a lot of people, that's not the case. You know, there's, yeah. uh, there's a lot of people that are first generation college students, you know, where they can't share experiences with their family. So do you have any tips for that, Jane? Yeah, this is a big one for even anyone who may not have family or they're a stranger for whatever reason. And especially if you're young and a student, I would say a huge one is school. Um, Obviously, school and studying might not be everyone's favorite hobby, but I feel like there are so many resources that your school can offer you that you should take advantage of that are not really seen in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, Being a student, studying to be a health professional, it's definitely challenging and hard Mm -hmm. and you know for one of my classes what I honestly did was reach out to a friend and ask hey um do you want to study this together the test is next week and I think it helps to teach each other or discuss and you know hopefully that person um is understanding and is nice about it and that's really how uh, a lot of my friends hit it off because when you're a student, your job is school. That's really what you do all day if you think about it. Like, yes, yeah. you do work and everything, but you have to schedule your classes around your work hours maybe. Um, the level of time that you can spend with friends and family are also really limited. So you have to make sure that your time away from home is also time spent at home, a home away from home. Yeah. Um, just finding people who can really resonate with you, who can understand what you're going through, the specific stress of being a student, and especially in the same subject, I feel like that's something really powerful. Yeah, what's more specific than that, you know? Yeah. With someone who has the same exact exam as you. Yeah. Yeah, so, Chloe, do you have any more tips? Um, no, I just think that we are human beings, and we crave community. We crave to be um, loved, to be heard, to be understood, and no matter what position you're in, you'll always find someone who is going through something very similar. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think this day and age with, uh, you know, technology on the rise and social media, you know, <laughs> there there are definitely routes that you can take, um, you know, but a huge caution with that is security. Yeah. Because... Social media is not anonymous. People screenshot what you say. People can post it later, show it to jobs, you know, whatever. And so I just think, you know, you really need to be careful with that. Right. And just going off that topic, first, we want to establish that it's being able to communicate with people face to face is something so valuable and something that not everyone may have the time for or even the confidence for. We all know people who are really nervous in social interactions, but that doesn't mean that they don't need help and that doesn't mean they don't want help. Mm -hmm. So I love that you brought up social media and that's just one of the huge perks. I know it comes with a lot of negatives these days, but um, we just want to appreciate what that does for us. And, you know, you mentioning security and safety, that's a big big turnoff, honestly, Mm -hmm. when... um, you're nervous about, and you know it's a big fact. They say once you post something, it's yeah. there forever. Somewhere yeah. in the universe, up in the mm-hmm. cloud, they say even if you delete it a million times, it can always be traced back. And that is a fact, which is something that scares Scary. a lot of people. Yeah. It scares me too. 
Um, and I know we all made those Facebook accounts when we were in seventh grade, making crazy statuses. Like sometimes mm-hmm. I'll get reminded of them on Facebook, like, and I literally us. want to hide. <laughs> like who let me do that, right? So at the same time, especially for someone who's looking for a community, uh, going into the digital world is a great solution that does come with its cautions as well. Yeah. Um, that's exactly why Crest was started. We realized that. You can't be nervous and scared for your life or for your safety and share and be vulnerable at the same time. Those things are polar opposites. They don't go hand in hand. It just doesn't work. And we understand that and really appreciate the value of feeling safe because that is community and that is what allows you to unlock a lot of doors in your heart and in your life. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, something that is a drawback to obviously in-person <laughs> communities is you can never be anonymous and with the you know digital age and everyone has a cell phone you can yeah. and I think that's a beautiful thing because that opens doors for people that are you know usually shy don't feel comfortable sharing so that's definitely a, a huge thing you know a help Right, and I feel like this conversation was much needed because there were so many perspectives and points that were brought up that have never crossed my mind. And hopefully for anyone who's listening, this was a great reminder to yourself about aspects of your life, or maybe you learn new things. So hopefully this podcast did something, some sort of good for you and your mind. Take care, and we'll catch you next time on Crest Talk. Crest Talk.